Now, forgive me, ladies and gents, I should have added this with last night's podcast, but I had some technical difficulties and it was late. So I decided instead of having a a moment of frustration and just being angry, I'm just going to just head to bed and we're going to record this in the morning. But again, I wanted to share this special project with you guys. It's my top 10 favorite video game soundtracks. The reason why I'm doing this, well, because I love video games. Uh, I might not have the most current consoles or games or whatever, but um, currently, I mean, I love I love video games for the most part. Um, I, for the, well, up until this, probably this console generation with the PS4 and uh, Xbox One, I've had just about every other system uh, outside of maybe the Nintendo Wii for yeah personal reasons uh but i you know i've i've had you know games from all the systems nintendo 64 playstation uh, even super nintendo at one point in time nintendo of course when i was a little kid i myself want to go back into retro gaming you know getting another uh, super nintendo maybe a sega genesis at some point in time and getting back and playing those games but one of the things that i've always liked about video games of course outside of them being fun and graphics and the improvements there and the different console wars and the 16-bit or 64-bit versus 32-bit, all that. I remember those days. But outside of that, one of the one thing, one of the main things that I always liked about um, video games was the music experience that w- went with it. So here I have a, a, a list here of the top, my top 10 favorite soundtracks to these video games, and I'm basing it not only just on how good the music is, uh, but how well it fits with the actual game. Of course, um, uh, my my thing is whether it was you know actually composed whether the the game designers actually hired uh composed to you know to come up with original songs and original music for the for the for the game or uh game designers just got together and 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 picked from a list of popular songs or well-known songs that we might all know about uh the fact that they're able to fit the mood of the game and the fact that they're able to go with that game makes makes you know makes it all worth it and uh some of these uh soundtracks they are really rocking a lot of these songs that you know uh either through popular culture you know the media uh mainstream music or some of them you know they're from a really dope game that you might know about of course we all not going to agree uh but of course this is for a chance this is a chance for me to share a little bit about who I am. Um, so, you know, not only, uh, is this all about, you know, how, uh, how good the songs sound or how also, you know, how that's, how that, how that music, how that, that, that video game music, whether it's in the, in the menu or in the actual gameplay, how did it keep me engaged with the game? And did it keep me focused or keep me wanting to play the game even more? You know, how, how big of it was a factor in, of the game? So uh, that's what I'm ranking here. Uh, so we're going to start off with number 10. And I know this one might throw you guys off, uh, especially my younger heads out here. But there once was a time uh, when your college football games had a soundtrack. Matter of fact, it was just one college football game. I take it back to the NCAA 2006 for the PS2 and, of course, the Xbox, possibly the 360. I don't remember all that. But this was one of the first, uh, probably, I think, the only NCAA video game. Of course, college, my college football fans should know this with a actual soundtrack. Usually, we just have the college fight songs. Uh, you hear a lot of trumpets and drums, of course. 
yeah, you know, fight on this school in Michigan State, go Michigan and all that. There was a lot of that. Uh, but 06, for whatever reason, um, and a lot of games that came out with that, that well, it, for, EA, uh, for EA Sports in 06 kind of had a different feel to them. They were trying to uh, incorporate some different elements in there. Um, of course, in NCAA 06, you had the road to the Heisman and, and those game modes. So, again, it made sense for you to have somewhat of a of a of a rocking soundtrack of a soundtrack that did mix it up a little bit i loved it i mean for you know uh for a, a video game series that's normally just you know stock with just stock music which is you know the college fight songs to hear a de la soul Now to hear a little bit of that, you know, it mixes things up, and I think it get it keeps gameplay spicy. It keeps what you're doing because again, you're not just um, you know. Over time, they added all these different features to your video game, so you're not just you know playing a game right now. It's an interactive experience. Okay, they gave you the road to Heisman, so you get a chance to build up your college player. So there's not a there's you know there's not I mean you still spend a whole lot of time playing football. You do spend that time doing that, of course. You're actually running plays. But at the same time, you're you you're doing something, you know, unrelated, some unrelated task to football uh you know sometimes with that game. You're you're putting a kid you're giving a kid, you know, you're doing a, a quiz, a geometry quiz for or a math quiz for a kid for your character that you made up so you're doing a whole bunch of different things in that game so i think it's it's definitely good that they decide to mix it up especially when they added that that campus experience uh with uh the uh the role for the highs but they that they've continued uh but of course having another having some having some other songs uh back it up makes it sound really good here's another example so this right here is um this is Shangri-La by Mother Love Bone. So you see a, a different mix that we got going on here, but I think it's a very, very soundtrack and it fits exactly what we got going on in the college football field, exactly. Even in 2006, I think this, this album, this soundtrack right here still makes the game playable today despite it coming out in 2005. Up next, we have another PS2 uh, entry. Uh, this is from one of my favorite racing series of all time, Gran Turismo, uh, more specifically Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. Uh, this one was one of the, uh, I don't think it was a launch title for the PS2, but one of those titles that I think uh, just overshadowed a lot and very uh, overshadowed a lot of others and really showcased the harness and showcased the powers uh, that the PS2 can harness graphically, uh, visually. Just one of the, the, the greatest games, in my opinion, visually that I've got a, a, had a chance to play. And a part of that was the experience with the music. Of course, you had these the simple uh you know GTA mix here the moon over the castle but of course they remixed it um, for the third game this was done by Masahiro Ando of course uh, but again it it fits well with what the PlayStation 2 was going it felt it felt futuristic uh, you knew I mean you knew exactly what the PlayStation was capable of when you turned this game on and you just hit the title when you, as soon as you hit the main menu and this song comes on you get an idea of what the PlayStation is trying to do
again, fitting with the theme that is the cutting edge, which was the PS2 and Gran Turismo, we got another slapper here, futuristic sounds. Here's Skyscraper by Daki Kasho. Alright y'all, let's move up into the future a little bit. We're going to talk about one of my favorite games on the PS3 system, uh, NBA 2K14. Why? It's just a remodel of all the other seasons, just new characters and possibly new jerseys, etc, etc. But this one had a banging soundtrack. Why are we going to act like this song didn't have great slappers like this one? That is Paradise by Chris Cab. Just another example of what 2K can do. Uh, just an example of why their games are so good. Not only are the graphics, you know, superior or superior to what Live had and just the gameplay and all that, but I think the graph, the musical choices and stuff like that, that makes a that makes a difference too. I mean, again, here's another example here. All my 2K heads know about that one. That is Who Do We Think We Are. John Legend featuring Rick Ross. 2K did it. They made R&B sound good with basketball. I, it just took the addition. It just took John Legend vocals and, and a feature from Rick Ross. But it's possible. I mean, again, Michael Jordan used to slap Anita Baker right before his big games. He used to score 50. So R&B has a place. Thank you, 2K. Definitely has place in basketball. We're going to move on to number seven. Uh, this one, I feel, is a game that fell through the cracks. This one is called True Crime, New York City. Again, we're going to take take a, a trip back to the PS2. This one, I think, was a really underrated game. I, I think a lot of people liked the, the uh, Streets of L.A. game. And uh, for whatever reason, people forgot about this one. But this one was just as good. Uh, the graphics were pretty much similar uh you had a whole bunch of different features uh that made it a, a truly good sequel and uh one of the good things about it of course one of the great things about it of course this is what we're talking about today was a soundtrack uh the the biggest i think the the best song on here in my opinion uh just for this soundtrack, not in general, not in terms of a quality song, but in terms of this kind, of this in terms of this, in terms of the soundtrack and how it fits with the game, the best song on here is the title track, uh, Cameron featuring Jay Z. Welcome to New York City. Let's just get into it. New York City, stand up, Brooklyn. 
Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island. What? What? Dude, come on, bro. This 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 song is is bricks in Central Park. This with this song and like Knicks jerseys. That's and cigarettes. And I, I can't. You can just you can picture a subway whenever you hear this song. Come on now, slapper. Don't deny it. Don't deny it. Anyways, we got some old school stuff on here. This is a this is a hodgepodge again. This is a an assortment of different artists, different genres. Uh, you had your old school hip hop. Uh, for one, you had some Black Moon. Uh, who got the props? Old school classic. And this was this album was a lot of East Coast hip hop. A lot of old school. But again, they mixed it up. They put some reggae in there, some old school reggae. They even got some old school rock in there, some really cool tracks in there. Uh, for my open-minded people out there that are willing to take out, go out on a limb and try something new. Here's a, here's a slapper, an old school 70s slapper from the rock genre. And uh, a lot of you guys might have missed it. And even for my, friend, my, my fans and friends that might even be fans of rock, you know, this is different from what you hear modern uh, in your modern day. This is a, a, a song by the band called uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Don't Fear the Reaper. You might have heard it in, in various different uh, ways before. It is featured on the first Halloween in one of those in scenes in the beginning. Of course, it was on this game here in a bunch of different places. Of course, there's an SNL skit for it with Will Ferrell and Christopher Walken. That was the first ever time I even knew this song existed. But again, it took me years to finally you know search it out and uh listen to it on my own but again it's an amazing song it was amazing that this it was amazing that these guys knew to feature it on a game like this again it's a, a, a good pick uh for a video game uh, for a video game of that of that nature Blue Oyster Coat, Don't Feel the Reaper, rock classic out of 76. Uh, thanks to True Crime New York City, I'm knowing about it. I, again, I you know, you learn something new even when you turn on a video game. Uh, it, it's 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 beautiful. Uh, we're gonna move on with uh we're gonna move on to another racing game. Uh, now I said before that Gran Turismo was my favorite video game series, uh racing video game series, probably next to Outrun. Uh, if you don't know about Outrun, I suggest you look that one up too as well, especially if you're a racing person. Uh, Outrun is a good series. Project Gotham was okay, uh, but one of my favorite, absolute my favorite title, just standalone of all time. Uh, was Need for Speed Underground 2. Um, again, the graphics were on point. Uh, just what the what the PS2 was doing at the time was shitting on a lot of. I mean, again, Xbox might have looked clearer in some capacity. It might have had. It might have looked a little bit crisper. Uh, but the 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 PlayStation 2 was just capable of so much more, in my opinion. It was just offering so much more. Um, yeah, and it, and it seemed to be more affordable at the time. But anyways, back to Need for Speed 2. Uh, great racing simulation. Uh, you got a chance to build up your car. Uh, again, it was part of that nightclub era. The, the, I'm sorry, it was the midnight club era. All those racing games. But I think it just stood out a little bit more. And again, I think for this uh, particular uh, for this particular entry, I think in my opinion, at least in my opinion, this game stuck out more to me because of the soundtrack. Uh, take a listen real quick.
Now, what you had there was Kill Radio. I'm sorry, uh, was Scavenger by Kill Radio. And this was a good thing about these soundtracks. A lot of good variety, because believe it or not, I mean, you do want some you do want some variety. And, and just keep it real. When you're in the adrenaline of a racing game, let's keep it real. Some of these rock songs will have you going. You in the, the, the you know, the adrenaline of a, of a sports game. Some of these, you know, upbeat hip hop tracks, no matter how corny you might think they sound now, was popping. They pop for that song. So again uh this was an example where, where you know need for speed the game designers here picked a correct song this goes i mean i remember having these races bumping into cars and trying to you know i'm racing through la and, and uh i'm listening to this and it goes with it it, go, it definitely goes it fits the mood it fits what you're doing uh definitely i think Another song that I, I think gets overlooked when it comes to this game, and another another reason why I had to buy this game as a kid was um, was the remix to a, a old Doors classic, Riders in the Storm. Of course, the big homie Snoop Dogg was on that one. I know y'all remember this one. Don't play me. Hey yo, Jim, man, won't you won't you kick some of that? You know. Look at that. Ooh wee, sticky you, you icky. Know how you do it, man. Two one three. I don't even believe we're together right now. But tell your story, you know the one I like. Riders on the storm. There go John Morrison, R.I.P. Don't that sound hard to you? I was juiced. I'm like, man, rap and rock is coming together. I was listening to this song like, oh, this is amazing. Riders on the storm. Yeah, that was my Jim Morrison impersonation. Yes, that got me. Y'all got me feeling it. We're going back down the memory lane. We're going to take a trip down to the PS2's older brother. We already know the PS1. Now, of course, this game, this system, this whole system had a bunch of different games. And uh, I think it was one of the premier uh, premier systems for game soundtracks and music that truly went well with the game. Um, do not get me wrong. There are certain games for N64 at the time and a little bit beforehand that might have had some great soundtracks to go with. Like if you think about uh, Mario Kart, Wave Race, had some really great sounding music, but a lot of it was looped. A lot of it was uh, was the same. Uh, there was a lot of courses in Mario Kart where that music, despite how great it was and despite how funny and, and great it was whatever you want to say funny and and novelty it might have been and nostalgic it might have been it was a it was a it was the same for a lot of different courses this is why i didn't put that soundtrack here uh but it's definitely an honorable mention but back to the ps1 uh one of the one of the best games on that system in my opinion was tony Hawk's pro skater 2 and again why i'm gonna be honest with you I, when i played it recently um it, it the graphics, of course, I mean, it's 1998, 1999, whatever the game come out, whatever year the, the game came out. So you can't really beat on it for that. And so I didn't really give it a hard time for the, the graphics. I know the graphics aren't the same, but you know what did held, held, hold up? That, that soundtrack. Here we go. Here's an example. Now, y'all know y'all remember doing y'all little, you know grinding on the on the rails y'all remember doing your nose plants and your, your ollies to the song my black folk hey y'all know y'all remember picking kareem campbell because he was the only black skater on the game don't don't act like you don't remember most deaf 
Legend. Most Death Mad Skills and the High and Mighty again. This game, as soon as this track came on, I had to play this game an extra 30, 40. Oh man, oh man. Remember the level, the level, the level where you was in Mexico when you was ch getting chased down by the bull? Stop it. Don't act like you wasn't put in the code to unlock Spider Man. Stop it. And the security dude, the security guy, stop it. And that ain't it. There's more to it than that. Hold on, hold on. We got more. We got more. Not only, not only this was this a slapper from Tony Hatch Pro Skater, but I know you remember this track from Lil Nicky with Adam Sandler. Don't play with me. Baby, baby. You, you already see. You already know where I'm headed. And then finally, this song was the first uh, chance I got to hear this classic by Rage Against the Machine, Gorilla Radio. And if, and I, of course, I think it perfectly fits here because, you know, skate, skateboard culture has kind of been labeled at many points in time counterculture by the mainstream. And, of course, Rage Against the Machine is the epitome of that. So, oh, here you go. Shout out to Tony Hawk, a real one. Kareem Campbell, a real one, by Burnquist. Another real one. So we already know about that one. So let's move on uh, to my number four soundtrack. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna keep with the PS2. There's a lot of good soundtracks here. The PS2 and Sony in general, and like I said, even with the PS1. And my second list. I'm gonna do another list of these. You'll you'll see a lot of more Sony games like PS1, uh, some more PS2 games because I, I just think Sony got it right when it came to this part of it. I don't I don't know how. Um, how they did it but the, the the songs that they were able to get licensed uh the songs that they were able to just create on their own because there's a lot of people i mean because i haven't mentioned any final fantasy games yet i haven't played a whole lot but those i mean just from what i remember from watching other kids play those games even those soundtracks were just memorable so we're gonna have to even talk about we're gonna have to i miss some of those we're gonna have to talk about those later on we're gonna have another list but first things first let's get to number four uh we have um mvp baseball 2005 another one that might have slipped uh slipped through your memory banks or might have slipped through your consciousness because again it's a baseball game uh in terms of the video game market of course madden and 2k dominated despite people you know always having some type of complaint about it that's just the way it is uh i think fifa honestly has more of a market share if we're talking worldwide sales than MV mlb the show uh but there were always some fringe uh, baseball titles some fringe baseball series that a lot of people overlooked um for one mvp baseball was one of them and mvp baseball particularly in 2005 was one of their best entries um part of that is because of the soundtrack this is one of the best baseball related soundtracks i've ever heard uh we're gonna start off with the main one we got tessie by the dropkick murphy's this one is pretty much the theme song of the boston red sox here you go Sing and swing. Two, three, four. Tessie, 
Yeah, the Boston folks love that song. Red Sox fans, stand up if you if I got any following with me. Uh, but that's for y'all. That's for y'all. Um, this song was, I mean, this this uh, soundtrack was really raucous. Um, it went well with the baseball theme again. Uh, really game at the game oriented. Um, you got a song uh, by a Funny Little. It's, well, it's called Funny Little Feeling by the Rock and Roll Soldiers. You might have heard this one in a, in a couple different places as well. Just a, just another example of the upbeat. You know, the upbeat feeling they're trying to get you. They can kind of bring you some excitement, like it's opening day at the baseball park. And I and I think they hit it dead on with this soundtrack here. You definitely have some variety here. Um, one song that I'm going to uh, show to you guys is just an example of that. This one is called Honest Mistake by the Bravery. Uh, this was, I'm going to, I wanted to bring this one up here because this song, I, I feel it didn't necessarily mix with the rock elements we had going in the majority of this album uh, or this soundtrack. Uh, but again, I, it was a song that I liked personally, and it stood out to me just by me virtue of hearing it here. And it became uh, something that was in my rotation for a long time. So here we go. And uh, finally, we have a low-key joint here. This one is a relaxing joint. This one comes on when you're in that when that practice mode, you're doing the batting cage. This one has a real feel to dreams with Kevin Costner type element to it. Uh, really serene, uh, but with the there's a cheat code in this game that you can unlock all the legends with. You can unlock old stadiums and jerseys and all that. Whenever I whenever this song comes on, I'm always I always seem to be playing with one of those legends, and I just get that get that you know that uh feel the dreams type vibe when this song comes on this song is called uh well it's, it's it's a song called uh well it's called let it dive and the name of the band is very interesting and it's called and you will know us by the trail of the dead yes that's the name of the man and the name of the band and you will know us by the trail of the dead yes take a look at this one Now batting at left field, Reggie Jackson. On the mound, Tom Seaver. I mean, come on now. It's like some old fantasy, you know, all-star baseball game with all the legends playing at one time. Now batting from first base, Mark McGuire. This is like Oasis Jr. Everybody, anybody heard of that band Oasis? Still a good song. This is still a good song, by the way. All right, let's move on. We are making our way to the top three. Now, these two, you might feel like I'm copping out, but the next two entries are going to be like a slash or like ties. 
because both these will for number three. Let's just be honest here. My two favorite Grand Theft Auto games. Let's just let's just reveal. Let's just reveal it. Are Vice City and San Andreas. Uh, the graphics at the time were very on point. Of course, I was into being able to shoot people for no reason, <laughs> just because. And um, yeah, the music, of course, was was on point. It, it makes it it very it fit very well uh, with what you wanted to do, with, with the game, what the game was. Of course, Vice City. I'm sorry. Yeah, Vice City uh, was 1980s. Um, you know. Like Miami Vice, it was 1980s Miami, Miami Vice, and the album perfectly fit that to a T. Um, everything on uh, on Emotion 98.3, the station there was dope, uh, but one song in particular I truly liked. Yeah, that's a slapper from the 80s. Yeah, a lot of y'all might not know about it unless you played that game. I for sure didn't know about it. But not only is it a good song on its own for the 80s, uh, Jay-Z also sampled it as well, which was pretty cool. Um, and I, again, I like uh, finding the, well, if a song, if I know there's a rap song that's been sampled, it's just a it's just a habit that I have and it's just a you know, one of those things that I have out of curiosity. I like to find out what was the original song that it was sampled from and I think that's cool. Uh moving on, we have of course uh San Andreas. I mean what can be said about this one? Um this one had a of course just like, you know, Vice City, a hodgepodge of different artists, different genres, rock, rap, country. Um, but I I know what I remember doing with this game. And I remember two specific things. I remember, well, I remember the main thing that I remember was hijacking the plane or being able to access the plane for the, for the first time ever in the game and playing this song and flying over San Andreas to this song right here. This to me was the entire game. I jack planes just to turn on this song. And let's not act like the, the theme song for this game was not on point. Hold on, hold on. You're throwing up a dub right now. Yes, you are. Light up a joint. Light up a blunt. Crip walk to this. Uh, in my six four, you know I got hoes. And I'm smoking big dro. Put it in the blunt. Don't give a fuck. Run up. My gun up. Uh, all right, let me stop. I'm having too much fun. I'm over here freestyling shit. I know I don't have the bars. But I just wanted to give you an example of what this beat will do. And don't act like it didn't make you feel the same way. Yes. Alright, let's move on to number two. 
we uh we're gonna go to the Madden world, of course. And y'all know which ones I should be talking about. You know, if you know it, if you know my if you know the Madden series, you should know which of these games had the best best collection of slappers. We're gonna go to Madden 2003 and 2004, like I said. But next two entries were gonna be ties. Sorry. Uh for Madden 2003, we got a really rock heavy soundtrack, but again, still some slappers. Um let's see if you guys remember this one. Got, that's uh fine again by Seether. One of those slappers that y'all missed in the early 2000s. Madden, Madden had it. And again, I mean, this was the first time I probably heard a couple of these songs on these video games. And right after I was hearing these songs, I'm like, oh, who is this? Who is this by? Man, um, some of these songs, I mean, some of these songs became some of, some of my favorite, you know, became a part of my soundtrack to life because I found these video games. Uh, here's another one. I know you guys remember this one. The title, basically the title track to the game. Let's keep it real. The rock version of Tipsy. Andrew WK, Party Hard. That's that's what I look at it. There's a couple of the slappers on this one. Uh, of course, you had Good Charlotte, the anthem on there. Uh, good old early 2000s rock. Uh, it, was a, it was a movement. I swear, them white dudes was on some other shit with their rock music back in that time period. But, hey, it was a mix between emo and still in high school sound. And I don't know. Uh, but it was okay. Some of them songs really was hitting. You know, a lot of the songs on this soundtrack was hitting. But let's move on to Madden 2004. Uh, a couple slappers here. Uh, we're going to move on. Um, you know what? I think I, I know you guys. Yeah, so that was 2003. You know, the rock scene was still on some, you know, emo slash still in high school. I don't know what it was, but that was pretty much the equivalent to, to Tipsy, you know. But let's move on to Madden 2004. Now, this song here... I'm just going to, you know, just going to play it for you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys know about this one. This one was an old school slapper, a real, a real club pumper, um, to say the least. One more, if I, could, if I could drop one more little hint here, the guy currently has a podcast to this day. Let's just go ahead and drop it. It's your boy. It's your boy. Tell me why Just Blaze was making all the songs back in the early 2000s. Why he sound like that? Man. Miles away from Slaughterhouse. 
It's your boy Joe Button. Throwing it up. Pump, pump it up. I'll be your hype man, bro. Alright, alright, let's move on. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about another slap. Now this one was also um now this one was done by Outcast. This one was called Church. And uh this was on speaker box in the love below, the double album that they put out. Uh this was another low-key slapper. I don't think it really, you know, was something that people talked about a whole lot, one of their bigger charting uh, you know, tracks, but again, the subject matter uh in which they were talking about was real. The beat itself, it had of course, you know, being church, it had those gospel elements. Um I loved it. It was engaging and again it was just something that I felt fit with the game at the time. Of course, you got the Atlanta artist representing the Atlanta athlete on the cover of the game, Michael Vick. So here's a peek of that one. Yeah, Big Boy is uh, giving you that knowledge. Uh, for Well, not for free, of course. You had to pay for it by buying Madden. But again, you got it while you was playing Madden. So, there you go. Let's move on to my number one album here. On my number one video game soundtrack here. And this one, I feel, this game here um, means a lot to me. Um, and I'll pro I'm actually going to be doing some more video game, actually some actual video game reviews pretty soon. I'm going to start off with this game. Uh, this is probably my hands down my favorite video game of all time. And I feel like it was overlooked for a couple of reasons. Namely, it was on a, you know, a system that ended up, you know, disappearing on the face, off the face of the earth. And a company that pretty much, when it comes to making video game hardware, disappeared. And I'm talking about Sonic Adventure. Not, not the second one with Shadow. None of that shit. I'm talking the original Sonic Adventure, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Big the Cat, the Robot Gamma, and Chaos. Yes, I'm talking about all that. I think this this soundtrack here, uh, whether we're talking about the action stages, the actual levels, the Emerald Coast, or whatever, the Lost World levels, or even just the state, like, you know, the in-between stages, like the Station Square. This music was some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard put to a video game. And um, let's just give you some examples. I'm just going to give you guys some examples. Now that was just an example. Now that was the Sky Deck stage. 
you hit that with you know knuckles tails sonic as well really upbeat action-packed it fits exactly what's going on in the level in the moment uh let's move on there's some other slappers that we got to get to let's 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 just let's just cycle through some and this is from the stage uh red hot mountain uh this is the second part right here with uh sonic right here this right here this beat two on point Now, to be honest, there will be a time where a brief moment in time, right after the Dreamcast would drop, uh, Sonic got a chance to influence some of the people. And right before the PS, the PS2, uh, the PS2's arrival, where the Dreamcast was the superior system. That's the system that everybody wanted to get. And uh, I think part of this was really the visuals coming out of this game. And... Um, the music matched with that. I mean, you can tell there was so much love and there was so much craft put into this game. Um, there, of course, were, um, I think, some issues that people might have had. It wasn't the greatest game of all time or nothing like that, of course. Well, in my opinion, it was. But, of course, people will have their gripes about it. Even I have some things about it that, you know, could have been changed or, or, or rectified. Um, but the, the music and the the care and the and the you know the attention to detail these people put into the into the music and into the whole aspect of this game and just to, to the game you can tell that they put so much love into this game uh you did not know i mean if i mean of course as the as the last defining piece uh as a last defining game for sega for the the company um next to shin yu uh, which was another phenomenal game put out on the Dreamcast. Uh, this game right here just proves that, you know, S Sega, they had an opportunity here. Uh, they had numerous opportunities to be one of the, the premier video game outlets, and uh, they did drop the ball, but this one, they had numerous chances. They had chances here, and and the music, with along with the graphics, again, and the gameplay, just overall, this game, and there were some things that were a little bit broken, but again, this was the this, if we're talking about video gaming of the of the of the late 90s and the early 2000 era this is the pinnacle this is what we were wanting this was the peak here and again when i say they got intricate intricate they even gave the characters their own theme songs they were really caring about this game here's an example of one of those character themes here Sonic, I don't chuckle. I'd rather flex my muscles. I'm hard as nails. It ain't hard to tell. I'm 
bring them down whether they solid or well. Unlike the rest, I'm independent since my first breath, first test, still the right, then the worst left. Now, of course, that was the theme song to Knuckles. Again, one of my personal favorites. Uh, but again, you know, there's some singing, there's some rapping there. They're they're putting a whole lot of elements in there. You have some jazz, some fusion going on there. Um, again, these game developers took their time when they made this game, and I, I think it showed. There was some real love in this game. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna play another theme for you guys, another character theme for you guys. This one man and this one is for an, an auxiliary character not even one of the main characters and this is and this is one of the oh man next to knuckles in my opinion second best theme in the entire game So again, this soundtrack was again it might it might have seemed like it was all over the place, but it was done with love. It was done with care. Uh, there's just sounds that they again I you know they fit perfectly with that era. They fit perfectly with that game. And again, these these the music would fit the levels very well. And it made you excited to play the game. More importantly, uh, you know, I I would I would myself sing my own personal remixes to some of these songs, into some of these these uh, these beats and these these sounds. And I remember going back and remembering, you know, that was my original connection with music. You know, listening to this to these songs, and and this what made me come, you know, even think of this list because I remember as a kid list playing this playing this um this video game and having this experience of this awesome music to go along with it and being able to to listen to these theme these theme songs and these things without even being able to play the game necessarily there's a whole menu form and you know that's how important that this soundtrack was for this game you can you can go you can you can get a you can download a digital copy of the game or if you can find a physical copy somewhere you can go to a menu right now where they have a menu there's a there's a there's a place within the menu where you can just scroll down and listen to these songs and enjoy um you know the all the elements of what this game had to offer and again one of the most underrated games i think because it came out right before the the drop of the ps2 and once the ps2 dropped it was all sony from there and uh you know sega had the fold uh but again this was the last hurrah uh the very last hurrah and it was a big one and, and it was it was good and if you haven't played it i would definitely suggest you play the dx version the director's cut uh, without you know all the unnecessarily and unnecessary cutscenes and all that um, the game is there uh, the game uh, has great gameplay elements uh, there's a there's somewhat of there's a there's a decent plot as well and it's worth playing um, it's definitely better than Sonic 2006 or in any of the new stuff that you see today um, a lot of people will give love to the uh, Sonic Avenger 2 with uh, Sonic the addition of sorry that's sorry with the addition of uh, shadow I don't have no problems with that but this is where it all came from uh, this is where the the vibe came from and um sonic hasn't been sonic hasn't been that good since 1999 
So uh, I'm going to call it a wrap for today. Uh, thank you guys uh, for giving me a listen. I'm going to be adding this to the last episode that I recorded. Of course, it was supposed to be a part of that. So if you listen to the first, uh, if you listen to the episode uh, that I put out last night and you didn't hear this, this part, my bad, but it's been added, uh, you know, that's it was just technical issues. I might even release this as a standalone as well, just to make sure people listen to it uh, on its own. Uh, but again, this was fun and I'm definitely going to be doing this again. Uh, this is my top 10 favorite video game soundtracks of all time. Uh, again, this is a wrap for today's episode. Uh, later on in the week, of course, I will be talking some college basketball. There is a not a, there is a new top 25 out uh, for that. So we're going to have to go over that. Uh, we're going to be going over some scores there, of course, news. Uh, of course, we will be pr- uh, previewing uh, some divisional matchups this weekend for the NFL playoffs. Of course, we missed some basketball for the past couple of days we got to get into that give you some standing some updated scores there of course the news and of course some developments on what's going on with us in the middle east of course we're beefing with iran again so um as positive as i wanted to keep this episode especially the end uh there's some real stuff we have to get to but we'll get to that later on in the week if you're looking to get in touch with me you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com that is eljbutler75 at gmail.com that is once again that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com eljbutler75 at gmail.com i also have a facebook page and an instagram page as well at ljamaljani that is spelled eljamaljani J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. Once again, that is L-Jamah Ajani, E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. I also have a Facebook page for the show as well, at Never Out of Bounds, like the title of the show. Never, N-E-V-E-R, out, O-U-T-O-F, of, and bounds, B-O-U-N-D-S. Of course, uh, we have a Facebook uh, Facebook page for that as well. I got some content there. got some links there, of course, to the show if you ever lose track of that. And if you'd like to make a donation, I have a couple links to my cash app or my PayPal. Um Anything is appreciated, uh, particularly your engagement and your interaction with me. So thank you. And um, oh, here's a start. Here's a good. Here's to a good start of the new year, at least for everybody else. Not Trump and what they trying to do with the war, but at least to everybody else that's trying to do their thing. Good luck and let's try to get it this year. All right, y'all. Peace out. One love. And I'll holla at y'all later.